Hello and welcome to Vet Chloe on the Road. Insights from real people making positive change for our planet. I am Chloe, a veterinarian who has an interest in wildlife and all things environmental. And this is a show for people who would like to connect, learn, and prioritize caring for our beautiful green and blue world. Come join me as I travel around Australia in my van, Layla. Let's share all things conservation and meet all the inspiring environmental heroes along the way. Hello, thank you for listening to this very first podcast, which is Who is Vet Chloe and What is This Adventure? My name is Chloe, Chloe Kemp, your host, a veterinarian living in Australia. And before the episodes really kick off, I wanted to properly introduce myself, tell you a little bit about my story thus far and the intention behind this podcast. Also, apologies in advance for any background noise. I am currently recording in Layla the Van in beautiful Byron Bay, Australia by the beach. So I was born in Bermuda, a tiny island in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Probably wise to give a brief background on this magical little place as we are not that well known. Bermuda is a British overseas territory with a population of 60 to 65,000 people on 50 square K or just over 20 square miles. It is a beautiful subtropical island. It is actually 138 small islands, partly connected by bridges. Think pink beaches, palm trees, humidity, rump swizzles, and lots and lots of ocean. It is an ex-volcanic atoll with the southern rim exposed, forming a fish hook shape. And Bermuda is the second most remote populated island in the world, in that we have no other land masses near us. Most islands have other islands near them. Our closest point of land is the East Coast states. We are about 1,000 k's or 650 miles east of North Carolina, so we are not in the Caribbean. We are only an hour and a half flight from New York. And you may wonder why we stay so warm, and that is because of the Gulf Stream that runs past us from the Gulf of Mexico. Bermuda was a wonderful place to grow up, very safe, an outdoor lifestyle, and strong community. I love returning and feeling that sense of belonging and being a local back in the familiar. I'm very grateful for Bermuda as my home base that springboarded me into life. I did boarding school in the UK for five years for high school, and I'm grateful for the great education I received there. I then ended up coming to the University of Sydney here in Australia, starting in February 2006, just over 12 years ago. Australia now feels very much like home, my second home. It is unusual for a Bermudian to come to Australia for university. Normally we get our tertiary education elsewhere. There are no universities on the island. We do have a college, but there is limited uh, courses to do there. So most of us go overseas to the States, Canada, or the UK which is where my brother went and is where I was headed to. But my very generous, open-minded and adventurous parents suggested Sydney Uni. It is a long way, but I had a good gut feeling about Australia and Sydney as soon as I landed on my first visit. It certainly was a case of trust your gut. I also got awarded a local Bermuda scholarship, the Nickel Scholarship, which greatly helped the possibility of vet school and Australia. There are obviously huge differences between Bermuda and Australia, but in a kind of way, Australia is like a big, big, big Bermuda in that is very coastal, sunny, outdoors, uh, friendly vibe, UK heritage, middle of nowhere. So to answer a question I get often, did I always want to be a vet? The answer would have to be yes, I always wanted to be a veterinarian, 
But for a while there, I doubted it, because so many little kids do. I thought I was one of many, and that it would be a passing phase, but it never passed. We had many different animals growing up. Dogs, cats, rabbits, hamsters, guinea pigs, a terrapin, fish, and I loved going to the vets. I always wanted to go and watch the vet work. I greatly admired them. The way they would call our family pet by name, such as our rascal dog Rhino from the reception, how they used their hands to examine them on the table. And you knew they were thinking hard, but they could casually have a chat to mum and help the animal and us out. It had a shop front vibe, yet they were a doctor. Along with this, my strongest and most peaceful memories as a child were with animals. There is something very special and sacred sharing a space and a moment with an animal. And my sickly rescue cat Tigger, who slept on my pillow every night wheezing away, I would dedicate my degree to. Also, don't underestimate the power of a mentor. People at home in Bermuda would know of the brilliant, very well-loved and sorely missed Dr. Neil Burney. I spent careers day with him when I was 11. I remember that day so well. What stool I sat on watching surgery, even the nurses letting me know that I can get some air if I ever felt dizzy. Luckily, blood and guts was not a problem for me. I remember what I saw, what we did. Neil really empowered me as a small kid with the idea of becoming a vet. Despite the 30-plus year age gap, he spoke to me as a contemporary and an equal and gave me the sense I could do this. Plus, it was so much fun. If you know Neil, you can imagine how much fun I'm talking about. It did not feel like work. It was a day hanging out with a grown-up kid. We spent the day together, partly at the small animal clinic and partly at the Bermuda Aquarium Museum and Zoo. After a morning of consulting with cats and dogs and rabbits and surgery of desexing a female German shepherd dog, he was then able to turn his hands and skills to a Galapagos tortoise, the lemurs, tree kangaroos, otters, the different birds. I found it very inspiring, especially as I wanted to get involved with wildlife. And that day was very influential on me. From then, I really had the flame inside me to work hard and get into vet school. My love of learning, studying, and being a good student helped with that. What has also kept me inspired along the way, along the hard road of becoming a vet, uh, becoming a new grad, um, the hardest part, and staying a vet, as many do get burnt out, is I really do think that one of the greatest joys in life is to share a friendship with an animal. No words need to ever be uttered, yet you can understand them and they can understand you. I became a vet because I also love people and I love the effect that animals have on people. My mum is a big animal lover and my dad would always be silly around the cats. I love seeing this effect this had on them. Animals have the great gift of making everyone around them feel comfortable and to be themselves, to be in the moment, relaxed and open. Animals embody the values that I believe life is all about. So it was a five-year vet degree. The first thing they told us at vet school was, you have worked very hard to get here and you will have to work even harder to stay here. It was a great degree, lots of hard work and learning. I actually did a year of the arts in the middle and studied subjects like anthropology, philosophy, psychology, sociology. It was a great breather from vet. I love science. Biology was my favorite at school. But I also loved discussion and having a point of view on topics of which vet could be very black and white. So it was a wonderful year of learning and expressing new things. I was then refreshed and happy to return to the grindstone. And I've been a vet for almost seven years, graduating in December 2011. Since then, I have worked at a couple of places as a permanent full-time small animal vet. 
I had just under a couple of years in Penrith, which is Western Sydney on the cusp of the Blue Mountains, a busy growing clinic. And then after attaining Aussie citizenship, I returned to Bermuda for again just under a couple of years to work as a local vet. That was a great experience to be able to serve and give back to my country and community. Both of those first two jobs had a busy on-call, but I miss Sydney and Australia, and I came back out and have been a locum veterinarian based in Sydney for the last two and a half plus years. A locum veterinarian is one that freelances and covers vet positions when the normal vet is away, on holiday, sick leave, maternity leave. It has its risks, but it has its benefits of being more flexible with time off for travel, which suits me. I have lived at the famous surf beach, Bondi, in Sydney, and would be on my beloved scooter zipping around to all the different vet clinics. That is where I got my logo idea from. Maybe 15 vet hospitals in total, and often doing return work for them. I have enjoyed having my own business as a sole trade um, under the name Vet Chloe. And... I have been getting itchy feet about wanting to take my vet skills off on an adventure and involving conservation and helping wildlife, which is my true passion, David Attenborough and Jane Goodall being my heroes. Besides vet, I had also seriously considered conservation biology or even wildlife photography or filmmaking. Mum and I did an incredible trip together this time last year, exploring and vet volunteering for six weeks in Africa, South Africa, Botswana, but mainly Namibia. Check out our blog, JackieAndChloe.com, to see what we got up to. So now I'm ready for another adventure, but I really wanted to help and give back to Australia, so hence this lap of Oz. There is so much to see. We have started by heading north from Sydney. The rough itinerary, uh, get your map out if you don't know Oz well, is to be up near Cairns for the end of August, explore the very tip, Cape York, and travel to Darwin for September, and have done the Kimberley, the northern region of Western Australia, uh, safely before the wet season begins. Check out Broome and travel down to Perth in Western Australia on the west coast for October, November, and then down into southern WA for December, into South Australia into the new year, hopefully visiting the centre, and along to Tasmania for February and then continuing up. So as I travel around Australia, exploring and vet locuming, this podcast serves as the glue keeping a cohesive journey to share the main intention of the trip of connecting with like-minded environmental people who want to collectively teach, learn, and prioritize caring for our planet. In my own way, I wanted to take action and to ultimately help safeguard all the diverse habitats and animals that deserve life just as much as any of us. We are all interdependent. And I realized not all of us can jump in a van and travel around, nor do all of us want to or need to. I want to be your reporter, bringing you the environmental challenges and wins of what is actually happening on the ground. We'll be sharing and starting conversations, promoting great initiatives and feeling and being empowered that we are a part of the solution. And to top it all off, my brother Oliver, 16 months younger, just the two of us, is joining me for part of the journey. Our path split for a while when we went to uni, uh, Oliver in the UK, so it is precious time to both be together now. With his kind nature, sense of humour and keenness to get out in the surf, he is the perfect companion on the road to have. A large part and exciting part of the adventure has been Layla the van, living a more simple, self-sufficient and minimalist lifestyle. Oliver and I did the van up together, 
carpentry, electrics, plumbing, etc. And he is such a genius when it comes to small spaces and having that aesthetic mind for buildings and what will work. We laugh about how I've had these ideas for the van and he has had to rein me in, you know, saying, Chloe, I don't think that will work. And I push my idea, but then cave, as he is often right. Uh, if interested, check out the Insta Vet Chloe, where you can see all the van renovation stages. So this podcast is going to be a journey. It will evolve. Uh, we'll be covering a huge range of topics, all to do with the environment. I foresee that I may also do some bonus episodes on well-being, as I am soon to qualify as a meditation teacher from the Australian Centre for Holistic Studies. I believe that underlying the issue of looking after our planet is looking after ourselves. The plan is to have a 30 to 60 minute weekly podcast. The podcast will mainly be interviews with interesting people, but it will not always be interviews. Sometimes I may do my own review on a topical book or report on things I learn or experience on the way with you. For the interviews, I will end each one with asking uh, the same closing question of how do you stay inspired? A great way to round it off. Uh, the podcast will come out every Wednesday morning here in Australia. Something to look forward to for the middle of the week. Uh, the first couple of episodes are from when I was recently home in Bermuda, but then they will catch up to my travels here in Australia. Uh, please engage. I welcome you to comment away on the website, vetchloe.com, where I will be putting up the show notes or my Insta, vetchloe. And you can email me on info at vetchloe.com. Uh, please let me know if you have any advice on where to go, how to interview, feedback, or topics you would like us to discuss, anything. So until we next have a chat, stay kind and see you at the next stop.